What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. All right, baby. We packed the suitcase, <laughs> the podcast suitcase. Uh-huh. Traveled all the way about 10 minutes from our house yeah, it's not to far. Kindred Spirits Farm and Stables. Mm-hmm. Alicia yes. Bircham. Yes. Owner, founder, uh, creator. Right. All encompassing. I always say cowgirl in charge. Cowgirl oh, in charge. Okay, I like, I like that. that. So, you know, president and, you know, cowgirl in charge. It is a family-owned and operated facility, though. Uh, I think that that makes it as special as it, you know, a part of the specialness yeah. Yeah. of Kindred. So, yeah. Totally. You want to hear a little more about it, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're very excited. I don't remember, I remember how we originally just connected. It was just Instagram. Right? Through, yes. Through yeah. social media, through I social think. Social media. So, okay. And then yeah. slowly came across what you do and mm-hmm. what you're about. So we wanted to showcase that here on the podcast. And then we finally met and like kind of talked in real life. And then we're Correct. like, we need to come out and like see you. And it just so happens you're so close to us, which is amazing. We, we would have traveled. But we met at a wine gala, right? A wine gala, yeah. I guess yeah. so. That's kind of – so that gala that you guys were working at was for a vintage affair, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a local nonprofit yep. that benefits local Williamson County yes. nonprofits in my farm – Kindred Spirits Farm is a beneficiary this year. Okay. One of the six, one of the six. Oh. And um, so that's why I was there. I was allowed to come and indulge and enjoy the night. And oh, you guys yeah. were serving wine. Yes. Imagine yes. that. We were with yes. And of All Wine, some of our friends there yes. pouring some and of the And we have known Carrie wines. for a while. Yes. Carrie, yeah. yeah. Carrie known for a long yeah. time. Yes. yes. Um, so wonderful. All well, circles cool. back around. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Why don't you Kay. tell us about um, the beginning of this? farm in this place and you and your life and okay yeah um it could be a pretty drawn out long story but um to kind of keep it simple and sweet uh we purchased the property in 2007 and i happened to just be a young girl who stumbled upon uh the wrong door knocked on the wrong door saw saw a for sale sign and i said is this uh your farm that's for sale and she was like no but I just got off the phone with my parents and they actually want to sell these 23 acres over here. Would you like to go look at it? I was like, yes, please. So lo and behold, that became our farm. No realist, no realtor, no um, con, like never posted online, just a raw moment of, I think what I like to say was God totally directing Mm. us to where we needed to be and where we um, should be. So um, that's where Kindred Spirits came. Now, had you always wanted property and a farm and like had the vision to do what you're doing now or was Absolutely. it kind of something? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I was actually 15 years old when God put it on my heart. Um, I was standing in my kitchen and watching National Geographic and, um, you know, like all 15 year olds do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just, I was in that state of contemplative, like, just what do I want to do with my life? And um, I was initially from Sarasota, Florida. So I grew up loving the ocean, um, the outdoors. And there was a woman on the TV who was standing next to a boy who clearly had Down syndrome. And they were dressed in um, life vest and standing on the edge of a dock. And I said to myself, what is about to happen here? And a dolphin 
popped out of the water. And when I saw the smile on that mm. child's face, I mean, it was just a glow that you, it's inexplainable, mm. the joy that these animals bring. I was like, okay, that's what I want to do in life. So it's called animal assisted therapy. Um, I started working almost immediately um, with special needs children um, in the Special Olympics. And then at the age of 17, I started working at a, a local nonprofit that does equine assisted therapy. And I just, once they, I started working there for many years from probably 17 to 23. And I got my certification there, which is uh, called a PATH certification, which is Professional Association of Therapeutic Horsemanship. And um, I got certified there around the age of 22, 23, and they had about a six-year waiting list at this time. And I was like, all right, Lord, maybe it's time for me to, to start my own, you know, uh, equine program. And so we all, my father grew up on a farm. He's the one who gave me the love of horses. If you come to Kindred Spirits, you'll see the barn, which is an exact replica of his childhood barn in Kennet. And, um, and so, yeah, we just, we found the property in 2007, 2009, I started teaching off of it. And in 2012, became a 501c3. And um, yeah, so that's kind of the gist yeah. of how, how I got here, how I got here. So when you bought the property, did you already own horses? We did immediately. The moment we came to Tennessee, it was like, we're getting horses, yeah, right? horses. I actually worked at what was known as Jeff King Stables. If you guys are familiar, it's now Fellowship Church, Bible Church on Concord Road. Mm -hmm. But I worked at Jeff King Stables as a 12-year-old and they kind of taught me the ropes and I bought my first two horses from there. And fun, fun thing, I bought Alan Jackson's horse. Really? Yeah. He's wow. in one of his music videos. I do not remember which one, but his name is Arrow. And he's this beautiful paint. So if you ever watch his music videos, um, Arrow had the perfect arrow and his tail was pitch black and a brown arrow on the top of it on his little rump. And <laughs> yeah, so his name is Arrow. Very cool. I know. Hey, cool. I thought that was real cool I at 12. Love that. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel like, um, do you feel like the community has really embraced what you're doing around here in Williamson County? I think um, autism awareness has become larger and understanding exactly what autism is. Um, that's primarily where I delved into my equine assisted therapy with special needs based. So autism, and that's a spectrum disease. So it's um, from A to Z, it can be anything. Um, so I believe with autism awareness just rising that yes, the community has thoroughly embraced um, our facility but also bringing in animals, you know, animal assisted therapy I actually worked with dolphins. So I did dolphin assisted therapy for a while and there's no dolphins in Tennessee and I love my family. So I came back and started doing the equine again. I did the dolphin assisted therapy when I was 20. I lived in Key Largo. Um, but I think just the recognition of the power of animals, the healing power of animals is um, booming mm. and it's so alive and it's so real I've had kids say their first words out here and wow. parents just melt because they're like, I've never heard my child's voice before. Um, children that are usually wheelchair bound, a lot of times um, when they start riding a horse, it's a full body um, activity cognitively as well. And, um, 
and the legs that are just so tight in a wheelchair, they just relax and are able to stretch out. And, and then some kids can even start walking in walkers. So it's just a, a beautiful thing what equine assisted therapy um, does out here. And I think the community is figuring it out more and more. Wow. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is specifically about horses that really um, help with this type of therapy with kids with autism and all these things? Like, how do you think that that, yeah, well, how do you think that works? So, you know, each animal is going to bring a different dynamic. You know, kids that work with dogs, you know, they can't ride the dog, but they say, you know, even just petting an animal lowers blood pressure. Um, with the horses, first and foremost, they're some of the most majestic animals. And the fact that they're giving us the ability to sit on their backs, I think is powerful mm. in itself. There we go. We got our rooster. I know. Amen. Every time brother. we hear that, we need to take a amen. sip of, okay, of wine. Okay. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> I think I like that game. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a yeah. game. I just made up. I love that game. That's great. <laughs> Oh, okay. I got to be careful because we don't know the percentage on this uh, wine here. We'll talk about that later. But. Um, so the power of horses, uh, it just, it, I think the horse in itself works. I think we have to quit this. Okay. No, you're good. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to quit that. You keep going. <laughs> um, just, I, I think what the horses offer for their rider is, um, being able to stretch out, mm-hmm. um, the blood flow, it works, uh, from head to toe, um, fine and gross motor skills. So fine motor skills are fingers and toes and mm-hmm. gross are legs and arms. So, um, the riders holding here, but also having to cue horses this way. It's a lot. I mean, it's just what they, what they, um, ask of their rider, is a lot more than, you know, what a dog would ask. Um, but at the same time, a very still a powerful moment. And when I worked at dolphins, you still can't ride the dolphin. You can hold on. So you were working fine and gross motor skills, but horses kind of really get a full body movement, which I think is wonderful because it really gets the blood flowing. Mm. And that just brings to life a lot of things that can be a little stagnant and, um, non-existent, you know, especially for wheelchair bound right. um, participants that we yeah. have. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful aid for them. And the thing about animal assisted therapy that I try to tell people is that it is not necessarily considered a therapy to the participant. It's fun. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. You know, they don't think they're working, right. but they are. And, um, so it's, it's a very happy time versus working in a home or in a hospital. Um, it's just, it, it creates a different environment that's warm and welcoming and fun and invigorating and challenging all at the same time. But it's almost like they want to succeed and get better and thrive because that's just going to make them better riders. Mm. Yeah. So it gives them a purpose. Better than just, you know, yeah, you can get better if you do this, but that can be boring and redundant and hard. But when they're on this creature, it kind of brings in a new wonderment of just joy and try. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And I think like it makes you think, you know, because you see people with like therapy dogs and stuff like that. And it's just, I get amazed at just like how lucky we are that like, you know, God gave us a universe with all these, these animals and these Mm -hmm. things to interact with and how like, you know, I'm a very nature nookie type person. I'm very like, I love like the whole idea of like 
nature being, you know, mm-hmm. in us and everything. And I, you know, you look around and you see the animals and I just, you can see how they were meant to be and coexist with us. Right. And you like what you're Absolutely. saying, like, it's so cool that like, they have this purpose of, of helping people and like, and then we help them and it's like a circle of life and yep. on all sides. So I don't know. I, I really, I love the way that you put that. I think that was really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, this property is beautiful. Too. Oh my gosh. It's so pretty. Tell, tell them about how your father planted all the, yeah, all the, <laughs> trees. the fruit trees and everything. The fruit trees. Dr. Burcham, Dr. Graham Burcham. <laughs> I call him the Renaissance man. He, uh, that's my father. He was actually a dentist in downtown Franklin for almost 30 years. What? Um, on 3rd Avenue North. He does have nice teeth. I, know, I noticed that I when you too. introduced him. You do too. Yes. He has begged me to fill my gap in. No, I like your gap. Trying to tell him. We'll tell him on the way I out. Go, thank you so much. <laughs> I think thank you for having are, my back. I think tooth gaps are cute. <laughs> and that's what I said. I said, Daddy, give me some character in my mouth, not just yeah. this perfect smile that you call right. it, you know. Um, but yes, so he grew up in Kennett, Missouri again. The barn is the replica. So he gave me the love of horses. And he actually was raised by, I guess you can call them farmers. Yeah. You know, they planted everything. They harvested everything, even up into their 90s. They were out in their garden picking. Um, and every night, a homemade breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was very rare for him to even go out to dinner. In fact, he told me a story not too long ago. Um that when he was in dental school, so he must have been in his 20s, was the first time he ever went to a fancy restaurant, you know, where he got steak and potatoes. He was like, I didn't even know about tipping. That's how. How old was he at that point? 20 something oh years gosh, old. I mean, he, know. if you think about Kennett, Missouri, it's the boot hill of Missouri. So it's like Missouri and there's Kennett. And when you drive into Kennett, Missouri, it goes home of Cheryl Crow. And then that's Home when you Cheryl know there's nothing Crow. else there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow grew up there and she um actually her first kiss was my uncle, Uncle Britt. What? Uh-huh. Are you Cheryl serious? Crow kissed <laughs> yeah. your uncle. That's her first that kiss. Her first it, kiss. It made the papers. You know, they're just kids in school. It made the papers. I know. <laughs> they're just kids in school. What? So yeah. Oh, um, those chickens coming to say hi. So if uh Cheryl Crow has a song about her first kiss, she's talking about your uncle. Uncle Britt. Uncle Britt. Britt, Britt Barton. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so anyway, he got a green thumb, I would say, from his upbringing in Kennett and um, watching his parents. And she is coming in, isn't she? No, she's walked out. Okay. You know uh, you're on a farm when a chicken, chicken, walks, when a chicken in. walks into the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, she's like, you can pick her up. <laughs> you can. She's very sweet. That's a sweet one. Yeah. Um, so he has planted pecan trees. He has planted persimmons, which he gave he you gave a few of. Yes. Persimmon, yeah. Um, and plums and peaches and apples and pears and blueberries and blackberries and cherries and you name it. We have a plethora of the goodness um, all year. And then he grows a big garden too. Yes. So and, and he grows. Oh, and he grows. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Let's go into the story. Which he yes. makes his own wine. <laughs> He's got which a vineyard. We're currently drinking. See yeah, that's I'm good. currently <laughs> drinking then. Yes. Yes. So this is my father's wine. He said he's been doing this about four years. I forgot how long it's been. Um, I forgot to drink after we cheer, so I got to do that. Mm. Kindred Spirits mm-hmm. 2022. Really Made from Concord grapes, you said. Concord grapes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And good soil. Yeah. And, and he said it's completely organic. It is. He says he doesn't do anything to it. Right. Pesticide free yeah. and 
uh, take a gander on the alcohol level, you know, so that's what's so fun we about that. We know it's over 12%. We do. it says it on the bottle. I think it's probably, <laughs> honestly, I think it's probably at like 15. You think so? Yeah, I do. Okay. Just from just from drinking it and the way I feel, I think oh. it's about 15. <laughs> but I don't think it's higher than that because you said it might have even been higher. I don't think it's I think hi- there are seasons it absolutely was. Yeah, yeah, well, you can just, I mean, when you were saying it was sweeter than ones you've had before, mm-hmm. a lot of the time the sweetness can make it Enhance a higher it. alcohol. That's just what sugar does when you add more to it, it gets it higher and higher and higher. Okay. Um, and I don't get as much it's fruit forward, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not sweet. Um, yeah. well I know you two made his day by saying that you liked it. You should have yeah. seen his smile. It's I don't know if anybody good. got that on film, but that is my favorite smile of my dad just Yes. You know, just that big, huge <laughs> Yes, well, I, I'm smile. not, and we don't lie. Like, it's really good. If yeah. it wasn't good, I probably would have drank it and been like, oh, okay. Know. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, it's legit. Like, I'm that. actually like, okay, I'm going to pour some more when I'm done with this because this is great. And I good. mean, I think it's so cool that, like, y'all don't, don't spray. Like, this is like pesticide free mm-hmm. organic wine. Well, and I really taste the grape. I, like, do too. I get the concord. Yeah. It doesn't taste no, manipulated you, not or at all. synthetic or, you know, like they kind of added all the sugar to it. Right. Yeah, I taste the concord and it's it's a very well done. So you guys wine. Don't, you sell the wine at all? We or? don't. You know, we've talked about um potentially selling it like in Franklin Mercantile. Not that they have ever said, yeah. but we're just going to them and saying, hey, this is a local wine person down the road. Funds will benefit a nonprofit yeah. if you buy a bottle. So I always thought it would be neat to market what he does. Um, but at the same time, he enjoys, he's a gift giver. Yeah. So he enjoys it's fun for him. It. And then he always saves a bottle. And then he and this guy if on the back of this, I don't know, can I flip it around? Yeah. yeah. Graham. Um, Graham and Eric. Graham and Eric. So they kind of do this together. Anyway, um, a little fun <laughs> partnership. But they and they uh, they split it and they and you know, uh, we'll go in 2023. They just had the day where they opened up a 2017, mm. you know, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll sit and they'll drink 2017 and talk about it and how it's aged. And it's kind of fun. You guys should come back when they make the wine. Um, we'd love oh, to. We love it. Yeah. You need to come yeah. back when they make the wine then come back when they taste the wine well, and they enter, you know, it's just like interval tasting. Too. You said they make about six. He said they make about 60 bottles, 60 bottles, 15 to 16 gallons worth of, of, Red wine. Very cool. Yeah. And he just taught himself. He did. He, again, the Renaissance man, he's an artist. He, you know, as a dentist, you almost have to be because you have to design people's mouths and take care of it. Um, he's got the green thumb, mm-hmm. um, just a precious father um, and a great friend to those who know him love and he's a dentist and smokes cigars. Yes. He does. He has a Bible oh, yeah, study. You had to say that. Yeah. <laughs> You're so funny. I mean, I love this guy. Okay, I know. so he has a Bible yeah. study, not every Tuesday night, but occasionally on Tuesdays they call it Holy Smokes. <laughs> and I, have, I made him I a sign for Christmas. <laughs> Holy Smokes. And they he's smoke my cigars. Animal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. I've never heard Grammy called a spirit oh animal. Gosh. I embrace that. Holy That's good. Smokes. Oh, I love it. That's it's the brilliant. best. It's so it's Holy Smokes, and they smoke cigars, and some men have some drinks, and they talk about Jesus. And <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, awesome. it's, it's a thing. I, I should, I, I'll take you and show you the sign. I had like one of those light up. Ones made for yeah. him for Christmas. Aww, Holy smokes. That's yeah. great. Well, <laughs> I think one of the things, like a takeaway from this whole story and you and your family, like I just love meeting people, especially in like this day and age and, and where the time we live in with 
so much technology and things have changed. And I think we've gone away from a lot of things that we should be continuing to carry on through mm-hmm. the next generations. But I really feel like you guys live life, yeah. you know, and you live life um, to the fullest. And um, I think a lot of us, yeah, me even personally, I can just attest to that. Like it's gotten very hard to mm-hmm. like, you know, not just like be very lazy and sit around and right. not like pursue things. And I think it's a lot easier to have – you know, mental problems and be depressed in this day and age because we're what we think is bringing us more together is actually, I think, separating us more and more. Right. And I think what we really need is more time to live real life and more community and more mm-hmm. conversations and, um, you know, like, yeah, getting out and being in the dirt or, you know, Absolutely. growing something, doing something. I don't think sitting around and watching TikTok all day is is helping us, yeah. you know. So, amen. To that. Yeah, it's very cool to see that y'all are um, living life and that you're teaching that to your daughter too. You said you had a daughter, and I think that that's really cool that she gets to grow up in this environment. I hear that a lot, you know. And sometimes I think when you are immersed in something, you can forget the gift of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. have I like people who live on the beach on the water, they may forget mm-hmm. what gift is in front of them sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then it can take you back in moments. And I, I get reminded by people like you mm-hmm. who remind me and my family uh, of this gift that God has 100% given us and the beauty that we're surrounded by and um, to take care of it, mm-hmm. uh, nurture it, and it will nurture it, us right back. Yeah. Um, but we do. It, it's a very distracting world these days. And, you know, and it, it's not a bad thing, but social media is how we build a business. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're always like we this. We have to, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's hard to put that down because what if we get a message? What if mm-hmm. there's a moment we're going to miss? And I think one of the best things that ever happened to me um, was my phone broke when I was traveling overseas with my family. I didn't have a phone for one week. And I remember coming back and getting back on it and just being like, I would have missed so many very little details of that trip had I just been in my phone um, and distracted. Mm. But we have to because now today's society the with social media, in. yeah, we have. I mean, that's how I promoted. I have on my Kindred Spirit Stable side a summer camp, and I promote that daily closer to the summertime. And I had parents from California saying, "Hey, we're going to be in town the week of this. We don't know anything about your farm, but can we sign our kid up yeah. for camp?" And I, you know, so. It's important mm-hmm. nowadays, but I think there's got to be a healthy. There's got to be a balance. There yeah, has to be. There's yeah. definitely some good things that have come out of it, 100. Mm-hmm. percent But yeah, I do think that we're we are losing sometimes the balance of it. Like what you're saying, like right. it's good to maybe check out for a whole week and sometimes, not have it. Right? If you can. If you can. If you can. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the more you post, the more people see it, the more activity you get. You know. Yeah. So right. It's just it can it can get dangerous for sure. It can be time consuming and take away from what is most important. And I think you guys have your head on straight with that. And we try. I try. I try to. We try. Family and being outdoors and getting my hands dirty and serving others, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, that's, we're so called to that, have mm. relationships, you know, relationships don't, they're not there, you know, it's not the phone. I keep pointing down there cause it's where my phone is. Uh, <laughs> it's right there. I can almost reach it. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so just having in person yeah. relationships and building those. 
For sure. That's what, and that's kind of what I think we've even tried to do. I'd say you and I. I think that's the thing we love about doing this. About podcast. doing it. Well, right. yeah, and even since we've started, like we, mm. even from when we started our Instagram, you know, uh, we've built actually so many friendships out of that. We've made oh, that yeah. about like we've built real relationships and real yeah. friendships. We're not like okay, we're not just going to meet people from afar. Like we've legit invited people on trips with us that we've met. And, oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm like that's what it, if it's going to be social media, make it actually social. That's great. You know, so. I think that that's what it should be about, you know. Um, that's great. Yeah. It's so. definitely something that we do here on the farm too. Yeah. Like, I never want to be corporate. I don't want to get corporate in um, my nonprofit side and then in my stable side. So there's two different entities to the farm. But uh, the one of the most beautiful things is I know everybody by name. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we start to feel safe with one another. And then I have moments where moms – um, just come and, and they just will cry on my shoulder if they're having a bad day and they just know they can trust me mm. and this place feels peaceful and safe and I want to always keep it there. So yeah, relationships out here too. And it's true. You get to you get to meet mm-hmm. and get to know people and that's what we're called to do, right? Mm-hmm. Love one another. So I think that's another reason why I felt really called to do this ministry and work in this field because there's not a lack of human interaction mm. and also I'm just being able to be with animals. Mm-hmm. Love animals. Yes. <laughs> Love animals. So you have a fundraiser coming up. I do. So tell us about that. Okay. So my kindred spirits farm, um, once a year, and I say that having started last year, so this is our second <laughs> Second year doing this. It is called Winter Wonderland. And I'm going to kind of bring it a little close for a second if you want to look there. But it's December 10th from 1 to 4. And it's a Sunday. And it's on the farm. So it's a time where we open up the farm to the public to come on out and kind of see what we're all about out here. Um, Everything is tax deductible since we're a 501c3. So ticket purchases are tax deductible. Um, And if you can't even come, but you just buy a ticket, that is like a donation to the farm. Uh, But a ticket will include so many amazing things. I'll go through them real quick, but a bag um, to make s'mores. We have open fire so you can roast s'mores. A professional photo with Mr. and Mrs. Claus, and they are the best in the world, I promise you. And that's a God story (laughs) right there. I'll have to tell you how I met them. Um, And then we have live entertainment. You get a cup of hot cider. I'm missing things. I know I am. Oh, winter activities and games. So there's a lot that comes with your $25 ticket. Reindeer rides. Reindeer rides Actually, are not included. Actually, $25 is really good, though. $25. No, that's really good. For all of those things. Yeah. And then the reindeer rides, um, there's going to be catered food. And if you would like um, an adult beverage or a hot chocolate or coffee, that's going to be an extra purchase. But anything that you purchase on the farm that day is um, a write-off. Yeah. So have fun, awesome. you know. Um, and our entertainment this year is going to be phenomenal. His name is uh, Devin Hayes, and he is like has 164,000 followers on Instagram. And he said he would sing for us. Awesome. <laughs> so he's going to sing for us. Um, he's going to do a little bit and then he's going to bring in a whole bunch of friends to sing Christmas songs and do their originals. Um, but there is something for everybody. This is not just like kids, families with kids. This can be adults as well. Um, it's catered to um, 
make all hearts happy this Christmas season. Yeah, and who doesn't love anything that has to do with Christmas? That's what we were saying. Anything I mean, Christmas uh, is awesome. Where can they find out information about this? Okay, so Eventbrite is the website that a lot of people put tickets on. So if you go to Eventbrite and just kind of plug in Franklin, Tennessee, you can just um, keyword search kindred spirits okay. and you can find us there or on Instagram. Um, I post daily. I try to at least about uh, the link that you can just click on, but that's at kindred spirits farm TN for Tennessee. And so you can get information there as well. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say about that, but Please come. Bring everybody. Come I'm going to go. I'm definitely going to try to go. Yes. If I'm going to try to go for it. We're going to promote it. Oh, we're yes. Tag Talk it about all. it. So yeah. Thank you. Get yes. everybody out there to promote this wonderful thing that you're doing out here. Yeah, so. it's amazing. Yeah, so it's amazing. Much, guys. So. Thank you for spending time with us today yeah, and for talking joy. with us and showing us everything. And um, I just think it's amazing what y'all are doing out here. Yeah. So. Hey, yes, that's that we go. That might be our cue. This is it. Thank All you. Right. Thank you so much. Alicia, Dr. Graham, holy smokes. Holy smokes. <laughs>